Welcome back, you lot of tosses. Is there an issue with that being read? No, that means it's <laughs> that means it's recording, Jack. I'm sorry. How many episodes have we done? Oh, no, that's I think we should keep that one in. <laughs> keep it going. We have learnt how to work out uh, the Dude, we're 20 episodes in. Surely we've worked out how to do this yet. Well, if any of our listeners, very few of you out there realize why last episode was quite a bit shorter, um, 20 minutes than the usual ones, it's because we had some technical issues. But we're back. You know, and we, you know what we should have done? We should have looked into, like, is there a reason this has been happening? Like, star signs or something. Gone to a clairvoyant. That, you know what? That would be a great episode. See, we did not – I did not even have this on the run sheet, but there was a scientific journal article which came out this week. was link between people that believe in astrology and lower intelligence. <laughs> who, who did that? <laughs> who did the uh, – Absolute rocket science there. Yeah, yeah. Are they are they less intelligent? I, I would, I'd imagine there's a lot of people who have believe in it that have, have maybe maybe had a spiritual awakening. They could have been smart and lost their marbles. They could have been, because a lot of geniuses do lay off themselves or like they just lose their minds completely. But then on that same argument, do you go are people who are religious less intelligent because you, you know you're dictating the stars, other stuff which has happened, which is not necessarily real, and True. dictating your life on that, and that's like another. 5,000 years of history that people have believed in that. We, we don't want to turn off our um, audience, which very well could be, you know, 70% Mormons in Utah. So <laughs> we're delving the, the subject very... Is it weird that I kind of want to go on a holiday there? Like the <laughs> that we've been talking about it for so long, I would love to actually go over there and visit. I want to see the TikToks in real. Like, well, you've, you said you've been to be like you, where... Salt Lake City, in yeah. Salt Lake City, yeah. Well, all I know is that the Mormons in the soccer team there's a lot of hot girls. They don't drink and they get married early. But <laughs> Man, that sounds like a perfect holiday It's funny you. we touch on this. Like, so obviously in TikTok, I've teed off on a lot of different audiences. I do a lot of farmer content and I just absolutely bag the living daylights out of them. And I don't really care. They find it funny. They're like, oh, mate, that is so true. Good on you. The one audience that really teed off for me was the astrology girls. Oh, it was in the depths of lockdown. Was my mum in your message going, Jack? <laughs> this is fucking. This is not. Is this is not what happens? All right, leave me alone. And then she sends you just all the signs and the signals that you need to look into in your life, <laughs> just to work out how you find yourself, Jack. They're just like, oh, I can tell he's a Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I reckon it was. It must have been the first year of lockdown. I did one video. You know, this is in the depths of COVID. Everyone's talking about you know, following the science, this and that, and I'm like. These same girls will bag out people for not following the science, but then will base their whole personality on being a you know asparagus when <laughs> when Mercury's in retrograde. And the amount of hate I got, like just let us be, keep doing what we're doing. You know, we're just girls having fun. But this bloke's a misogynist, massive sexist, probably belts his wife. No, you're allowed. I'm to, certainly not married. You're allowed to make fun of them. That's for sure. Like it is a silly thing. You're telling me you know how like. Like, I'm a Taurus is most compatible with cancer or whatever. Like, yeah. those two. So, you're telling me everyone born in this month is most compatible with someone born in the other month as well. Then why aren't those people just getting married the whole time? And have you heard the joke? You know, if astrology isn't real, how can I tell who a cancer is? Why, why is that the joke? Bald hair. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. That's a fucking grim joke, dude. That is... Oh, man, now you're making me think of bad stuff. <laughs> I didn't distribute that. But, but on this subject, right, of cult-like things which have a mass following, and I, to some extent, am one, T- 
Taylor Swift is loyal. Wait, 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 wait. You're a what? A cult figure. A, 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 no, a mass follower. A mass. You're a mass. You're a mass follower of Taylor Swift. I thought you were calling yourself so a mass follower. Her yeah. audience is almost cult-like. The passion they have. Yeah, the Swifties. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the videos of them leaving the concert and they're just all singing? And it's almost like you're in church, you know, you're singing the hymns and no one really wants to do it, but you're just doing it because everyone else around but you that, is. But it's, it's sort of like, remember when Beatlemania was going on and chicks were wetting themselves in the 60s? Like yeah. they're getting that excited that they pee their pants and stuff. Like that is, there is something about music that just, I don't know what it is. I don't know why they feel so strongly about this sort of thing. Well, that is very poignant of you because there was an article coming out. So the Taylor Swift era's concert goes for three hours now a lot of adults people in their 20s and 30s who don't want to miss a second of it are wearing adult diapers nappies in australia to the concerts so they can effectively wet themselves and not miss a single minute how many of those girls taking shit in those diapers do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> how many you reckon are taking a dump <laughs> you imagine that just standing in the audience and just get a whiff just fucking hell you just got to feel sorry for the so all these girls just shitting in the audience. Yeah. No, the, the cleaners, right, are cleaning up. I think it's like a Wiggles concert or something. Yeah, it's oh just my God. huge nappies everywhere. <laughs> Hopefully this doesn't catch on because you're in clubs and stuff. The lines for the girls' toilets are so long. Oh. You reckon they just start wearing them to clubs so they don't have to wait for the toilets? <laughs> just the adult diaper craze just takes over after the Swifties concert. That is fucking gross, though. Mate, it's sickening. Could you imagine just sitting there in your own piss and shit? And don't get me wrong, I love Taylor Swift. I'm a big Taylor Correct, Swift Correct, but go to the toilet. I will not be wearing it. No, <laughs> there are times, there are songs that you don't need to hear that you can get back to your seat for, for in, sure. In, in saying that, though, I'm a bit stung from the Jewel Leaper concert where I did have to go to the toilet and in the kind of fleeting five minutes where I left the stadium, my backpack, my oh, this is, yeah, backpack, backpack got story, taken mate. by, you know. Our audience knows the story. You tell it every fucking episode because <laughs> you're still cut up by it. <laughs> But mate, take a piss in your backpack next time. Next time, that might have been that might might have been the way to get around. <laughs> but if you were to choose an era of Taylor Swift, an album to identify your personality, so we're, we're not choosing star signs. We're choosing an album. Yeah, who's most compatible with who? What album are you going? Well, Love Story was always just the. Was that Fearless? That album that was Fearless' the second album. Yeah, remember Fearless when My, MySpace was a thing and you could like yeah. have your favorite song pinned to your yeah. page everyone was love story was it it was now do you, is that was that yours as well do you remember that i can't remember it probably would have been i'm trying to think what mine was it'd be so i reckon it, i i dare say mine would have been wolf mother or green day or gorillas back then real ulti it would yeah yeah it probably yeah probably green day back then. i can't remember they were great i remember even miley cyrus had a myspace back then I think I might have been friends with her on MySpace. And you used to have your top friends as well. Like- I think Miley Cyrus might have accepted me as a friend on MySpace. <laughs> Can we get a fact check out? I don't know, I just, there's something in my brain that says that I did do that once. What is Tom from MySpace doing? You know the guy who's friends with him? I don't know, everyone? mate. He's sitting, hopefully sitting on a boat like all smart rich people should be doing. He's not trying to impact the world. Just retire to the beach. Once you become, have enough money... Just get out, get out of the rat race. Do, like, do the Mark people, Zuckerberg, you're just running marathons and doing jiu 100%. He's doing it the right way. Like Elon Musk, he's just trying to be cool and like be, oh, look, guys, look at me on Twitter. I'm cool. Bezos, what's he doing? Prancing around with his hot new missus, going to Coachella, living it up on yachts. Like he's doing it the right rich. Tearing, rich. tearing down Danish bridges, I heard, so that he could fit his yacht through it. 
Yes, you need to do that to get it underneath. That is a that's but that again, that's another level of power where he's just trying to party. Just get to Denmark and party, mate. Well, he's probably the sort of guy. He's definitely a nerd, right? He probably yeah, didn't nerd. didn't live it up in his twenties, right? So most other people, you get it out of your system, you're like. I probably would, still would buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean? like. Yeah, and he's Jack now because yeah. he's just getting on all the roid stuff now. He's becoming a real cool guy like Pitbull Bezos. Hasn't he had a glow up, like a real hot Massive. girl summer? He's done it the complete right way. Just partying it up, getting huge. Like, at that age, you may as well. It's funny seeing it. You, have you seen that guy on? Um, that's doing the rounds? It's trying to live forever. Have you seen that bloke? Logan Paul. No, not Logan Tony Paul. Tony Robbins? No, 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 no. There's this guy online that he's he's made billions as well. And he's got this like regiment every day. He gets up and drinks the blood of fucking young kids. And then he injects himself with a million things, takes all these pills. Like his breakfast is matcha mixed with something and he has a specific time. He works out and he's cut like, he's 50. To be fair, he's like 50s or something. He looks good for 50. I mean, he probably should shave his hair. But he looks good for 50. He's trying to live forever. But he was another guy where you look at what he used to look like. Massive finance. All time glow up. Like massive finance. Like the classic rule, puffy. Like think of like a banker, what you'd imagine like a real back back of the uh, office banker would look like. He's made his billions and now he's jacked and like trying to live forever. Probably started watching some Andrew Tate videos. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's probably a bit before Andrew Tate. I don't think I don't think Andrew Tate's appealing to anyone over the age of like twenty five. You know how he told <laughs> Andrew Tate told everyone oh, he chooses to be bald on purpose. He shaves his hair and then you see the vid- videos of him. Well, obviously he chooses to because he doesn't have his fucking fluffy non-hair on the no, top of his no, head. No, that's the thing. He says he's got a like, full head <laughs> yeah. of hair. He just likes to look bald. Yeah. And then the videos come out when he's come out of prison and he's got like the biggest bald patch you've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So he chooses to. That is a bloke <laughs> yeah. who needs to go see a Turkish specialist. Yeah, I mean, he's got all that money. He may as well, but he looks good. See, if I could grow a beard... Yeah, but my head's my head's a weird shape anyway. I wouldn't shave it. I've shaved it once when I was like 16. I'd never do it again. But if I could grow a beard, like if you're going bald, get on roids because then it doesn't matter about losing your hair and your balls. Who gives a fuck about your balls? They can grow back. Freeze your sperm maybe. Just get super jacked and grow a beard. That's the, like, that's the best bald man look you can go it's for. It's probably the only thing I'd change because I was thinking about this because a company, a Turkish company reached out to me on IG and WhatsApp. And beard transplant. And they're like, do you need any aesthetic surgery? We'll pay for your trip to Turkey if you advertise Wait, it. what? Yeah, they're like, do you need like new teeth? <laughs> do you need like, you know, hair or other stuff? My, well, I've already got my teeth done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've noticed that the other way. My, my hair's pretty good. What am I going to get? Like an ab, ab transplant? <laughs> no, nah, beard. Get a beard transplant. That guy from Geordie Shore, uh, Gary... Gary from Geordie Shaw got a beard transplant. <laughs> I remember seeing that on Twitter one day. It's like, I don't really even want one, but I'd just do it for the free trip to Yeah, Turkey. exactly. But the issue is it's like, it's super straight around here or something. Like just down the sides of his cheeks. And it looks kind of fake. Yeah. But do you, I don't know whether you need a beard that much to get a transplant. That's, I mean, that's taking it too far. Like what, where's, like surgery has gone so far. These like, like the butt lift, the fake implants in the butt's just too far, isn't it? It, it is. It's too much. You, who was the mayor of Geelong that got the fake? He got the fake. Billy uh, Brownless. No, he's not. The, no, not the colloquial mayor of Geelong. The actual mayor of Geelong. Um, the guy that was in the paparazzi, Daryl, someone. He got the fake abs implanted into his core. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of it because the point of having it is that you've worked for them and you, and you look fit. Yeah, 
Like if you're a fat guy with abs, they, they obviously don't look real. Like they're not real because you got fat all over you. It's just do you, fucking do you reckon it's kind of weird though, you know, talking in the trans community and people are like, oh, you shouldn't change your body, do stuff like that. And then all the old boomers who are against it, all the old men love fake boobs. Oh, 100%. You, yeah, they all say that, but you take them to a strip show, they will fall in straight in love with the boobs. There's no way they're saying no to it. Because I think we may as well give an update. We were planning to go to Europe. But the yeah, budget's correct. gone down a bit, so we're going to Thailand. We are, yeah, we are going to Thailand. And, oh, yeah, somewhere in that Asian area there. And I was thinking, all these old baby boomers that complain about the trans community, why do so many of them go back to the hotel correct. at 3 a.m. <laughs> with members of that said community? Yeah, and I would, I would like to say that they're divorced, they're having fun over there, but you know what? I don't think many of them are divorced. I think they're just <laughs> over there on holiday. <laughs> business trip. Yeah, exactly. A business trip to Bangkok. It is. I think Bangkok's like the most visited city in the world. And there's a, there's got to be a lot of white guys in those people that are visiting the city for sure. What do they call it now? The blokes who go overseas to find a girlfriend or a like wife, passport bros. Is that what they are? I think I think mum's got a friend that's a passport bro. A passport bro. Yeah. I won't go into too much, but I'm and, pretty sure. And then, and then you have the old school Australians who just don't want to go overseas because Australia's the best country in the world. So they just do. They're a bit lazy, so they're not passport bros. They're mail order brides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that still? Does that still work? I can only imagine there would be a lot of mail order brides coming out of Ukraine at the moment. Yeah, true. The right the Russians were very into it. Maybe Russia is taking a hit because of the war. And that was the biggest export, wasn't it? And, 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 and Australia post fees have gone up. So maybe it's hitting you know, Australians the hardest. Imagine ordering a bride on in the mail. Like that is I know you get to look at pictures and stuff, but then you sort of just like have to like what you get is what you get. Do you have to marry them? I don't know, man. If you I'm, order them on I'm, the mail. I'm not a seasoned veteran. <laughs> no, I'm I'm under my fifth mail order bride. <laughs> it's just like like, what do you, do you put in your, you like, is it like putting in an order, like on Uber Eats, like what you want? And then select, and do you want extras on that as well? <laughs> I was like, yeah, fake tits, fake bum. Uh, does she have to, no, real lips. We'll keep the lips on her, like certain type of hair. And then you just get, they're all just the same, but they've just got their hair dyed. And we joke about this, but like, is this a real thing or is it like just scams? Because it can only, like, what is the pricing like? If you get on the internet, you have an ad up, mail order bride from Ukraine. And you like see them, and they're like all supermodels, and like you, you transfer the money. Like I think, I think Louis Thoreau did one, an episode on this from memory. We'll have to go back and watch it. I think he does, but they have they they like a guaranteed a percentage of what you earn or something. There's some like what do they you say? Have, they have to sign a contract where you've got to give them a certain amount of money. Fifty percent of zero is still zero. Yeah, true. I mean, they probably wouldn't come over for that, and they'd probably leave you straight away for a green card. <laughs> Like that would always be my thing. Like for these dudes as well, surely the wives just divorce them in within a year and go find someone else, and then you just like work your way up the ranks. Like Al Pacino having that his new missus, like we talked about in the other last episode, where he's like eighty nine. He's had that kid with the twenty eight year old. Well, she was dating Mick Jagger for four years before that. That so she's absolutely wild. So she obviously knows she's master crush. Probably got a C. Well, exactly, exactly. So these women are probably doing a similar thing. Like she, but that's she's twenty eight now. So when was she dating Mick Jagger? Like when she was like twenty one. Entrep- Entrepreneur. Hey, good on it. Well, you know what? Props to her. They walked so only fans could fly. Yeah, true. Did you, I've seen this in the news? This guy's made. He's just sold his company for millions. Twenty one, twenty two year old. Started on OnlyFans, but 
for without sex because OnlyFans is like considered if you're on OnlyFans, you're just there for sex purposes. But he just started one for like normal people, made fucking screens. Like that is the smartest idea ever. So it's like Patreon's too old. Yeah, only can use Patreon on your laptop or whatever. And he just started a new one that's like OnlyFans, but we had all the sex on it. And everyone else is going well, to that. So smart. When OnlyFans first started, wasn't it originally meant to be fans? So yeah, like legit. Musicians like Travis Barker and stuff could yeah. track with fans. But everyone's real horny. So and, like, And then originally <laughs> they, they banned the sex stuff. They're like, this is 99.9% yeah, of our exactly. revenue in like after a couple of weeks. It's 99.9% of the fucking internet is sex. So <laughs> they may as well just jump on board as well. What percentage of the internet do you reckon is pornography? It's uh, it's more than it should be. Isn't it weird like it's all on the internet? Like in your day-to-day life, you would just never see any of that stuff. Like all the, it's gone all off the shelves and that. Uh, We've got like strip joints and stuff and yeah there's no like dodgy video stores and they got the adults corner with god the that used to, as a kid got was that fun do you remember going <laughs> the, you're going in and you'd, but you'd be with your parents so you had to sort of like time it perfectly that you had you just scooted by and you had a quick little look at you never grab them off but i was just have a quick little look and then run back to mum or like someone's walking around but you didn't want to get caught because getting caught was worse than anything even by the store owner like they don't have to tell you off, but if they saw, if someone saw me doing it, I would. Oh my god! So if you're so embarrassed, <laughs> if you're looking at that for longer than thirty seconds, you need to rent. It. <laughs> Take your parents <laughs> up to the counter now. Meanwhile, it was probably like if I saw a little kid doing that, I was like, "You dirty!" I would just sort of looked at him and going, "You dirty little dog!" <laughs> like don't in you a funny it'd way. Be interesting in a small country town where everyone knows everyone, and some bloke just wants to have a you know nice, quiet weekend to himself. Picks a porn Oh, head. that'd be the worst. And then and then it has to, you know, hand over his hard-earned cash. Yeah. And it's and, normally and, like and a- And six- the person's got to know who it is. And it's normally like a 16, 17-year-old working at the counter who's going to tell all their mates that if they know him at school, like who's ordering these movies. Oh, Damo, my boyfriend's dad just came <laughs> into the VCR store. Wow, that was, they were different times. I remember my mum notorious for taking DVDs home late. Like we had them in oh, our the house late- for months. What do you reckon? Do you reckon someone has got like, you know, a million dollar late fee to Blockbuster or something? Yeah, for sure. Like 100%. People have gone to jail for that. Like here in America of having an overdue library book or something. But mum was like always. And then it was sort of at the end of when like Netflix was coming. Well, maybe not Netflix, but you're watching it on your laptop and stuff. Pirate Bay. Yeah, no one was going into the shops anymore. And I remember I was going in and my friend Sarah at school was like, you know, your mum's got like, like, hundreds of dollars worth of OGP. So I was like, are you kidding me? Luckily, within the next month, they shut down the store and Sarah goes, you know what? I just wiped your mum's account. Like it doesn't matter anymore. I was like, you know what? Fucking thanks for doing that. And she wasn't going to pay me. There anyway. was no digital audit trail. It's just like, <laughs> no, you just no. get the white out. Yeah, exactly. It was just, she was like, just delete. It's done. I was like, oh, perfect. That's great. The one in Aubrey, actually, it had these, like it had the setup of, if you had the ultimate home theatre, so in the store, they had just the movies playing. You go in and it was the best setup ever. They had the couches out with the cups and like the esky in the couches. I remember sitting that in those going, like, who the fuck is buying this shit? Like, who's sitting at home every night, sitting down, just opening up, having a beer, grabbing stuff out of the esky, food everywhere, like in the couch. You wouldn't leave the couch. I couldn't in my household have that there. That's why they had I'll get nothing done. TV dinners in the US. So they could put the tray out the front and you just sit there and watch the TV. Well, this is the thing now. Do you, how many TV dinners would you have had when you were a kid, like at home? None. 
Like, but now every time I sit down to have a meal or watch dinner, I've got to have a show on or something. Nah. Are we you were, like that? We are very much at home. No TV on when you eat. Yeah, correct. Correct. But these days I can't not eat. Like brekkie I can. Lunch I can. But like dinner, I've always got to have a show on. Or now all I've got a podcast on in my headphones with the show on the TV with Foxtel going on. Or even like... You, or your screen. You're watching TikToks on your phone. Our attention span is so cooked, right? Yeah. Like even if you go for a walk, like to move your car or something or something small to the cafe, like it's like a five-minute walk and you're looking at your phone <laughs> while yeah, you you're doing it. You don't want to be alone with your thoughts in your head. That is the main issue. <laughs> like imagine sitting there just eating your dinner with nothing going on. Like fuck, what would you be thinking about? You can't do it. That is not. That is why we need therapists. <laughs> that is. There's a reason. And by therapists, as we've said, ten rums at a pub and a fist fight. You know what? Rum not my favourite anymore. No, nah, it's a bit. I'm a bit off. I don't understand old dudes drinking scotch as well. I must. I've just got the sweetest tooth, but sitting down, scotch on the rocks, that is not appealing to me at all. Sure, you're just doing it because you want to look wealthy and. You know, well, yeah, you classy. see it in all the movies. Everyone's doing it all the time. Like you know. if, if I was just sitting down and had a big day and I just want to drink and enjoy myself, I'd probably get a beer or a gin and tonic. Like yeah, I'm, and if I could, I'd order a pina colada or something. Like give me just a sweet girly drink. You know when you It'd go- bring me way more joy than having you, a scotch on the rocks. When you go overseas and you're on holidays and you just do not care what anyone thinks, you're sitting on a beach. Yeah, you drink the fish bowl. Pina colada, yeah. a yeah. mojito. Like, <laughs> and it's like you're the truest version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. This is why that CC ad's taken yeah. off because you're like, you generally don't want to drink beer. Oh. But you had to do it. We were like, I remember boys at school, that was like a, like when you first having your first few beers growing up, you're like, all right. I, I love beer. Like that was a, that was a bravado thing. You, you're, you know when you you're an like alpha. Hat. Yeah, these boys are drinking the WKDs. The vodka is nah, mate. Six years old. I started on the beers. You know, just Carlton Dry, Carlton Dry, VB, and we used to drink our dad's crownies. You, like you, fucking hell, that was gross. You, you know, you go to a house party when you're younger or something. Your parents had to give you alcohol, and then like your dad would give you like two beers, which is like next yeah. to nothing. And it would take you like two hours to get through <laughs> one because yeah, it was like the most gross. bitter, disgusting thing you've ever tasted, and you just. Pouring it out over your shoulder while everyone's looking. You know what I used to... You gotta, we've got to bring back Shandies. Day with a goat. You know what Shandy is? No. That is lemonade in a beer. So you're like, pour, you have a bit of lemonade and then do half beer. It is so delicious. You never had Shandies growing up. That's what I used to get at Christmas. So I'd have full lemonade and Pot would put like this much beer in it for me. It kind and of you're reminds, like, oh yeah, I'm like an adult. Reminds me of college, right? When you're just so poor and you just wanted... You were just a full-on alcoholic. And you needed to drink it in the easiest way possible. So you just buy goon, like 30 standard drinks yeah. of $10, and you just like mix it with lemonade or something. The I don't old, mind goon. You know what they say? Fruity Lexia makes you sexier. It does. Fuck, which maybe we bring that back as well. Drink more Fruity Lexia. I, to this day, unless it's really dry, struggle to drink white oh, wine. Yeah, ruined many, many people's taste buds for white wine for years it, after that. Even, even the smell of... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is a genuine vomit thing. Like I still can't drink vo- um, vodka because like straight anyway, because I've had a bad experience on it. Fruity Alexia, the exact and, same And it's thing. not like we were drinking good vodka either. It was like the rusky, the cheap poly Yeah, the stuff. dog shit stuff. I still remember the night that I did it and I don't want to tell a story because it was so embarrassing. Please tell. No, I can't tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> but it ended with me, I remember dancing and vomiting into my hands and I looked at my hands and because I was, just did a shot of vodka – I couldn't see anything. I was that drunk. I just dropped it straight on the carpet. Oh, my vomit. <laughs> on the carpet? Yeah, it was, was my house. <laughs> I was drunk as a skunk, man. <laughs> but I was that drunk that I couldn't see the vomit in my hands and just let it go. It was so bad. Like, you, 
you'd honestly use it to clean your drains. That's probably the only good thing it's got. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm a staunch uh, fan, and you know what? I'm going to push it forward of drinking nice sweet drinks that we enjoy. Gin and tonic, exactly. Nice and sweet. Anything sweet now. I think I might change it. I might try try and change the uh, the narrative. What is it? My brain's not working. It's late at night. But try and be a force for good. Not too sweet though, because then it gets your teeth like you can't drink too many sweet drinks. But, but then is this the line we? Is this the line we sort of like? We have to walk. But but then at least when you're drinking beers, you pace yourself. So if you get on the top shelf stuff, you can go like the vodka lime and sodas. Sometimes they don't even touch the sides. Yeah. But I feel like it's hard to get drunk off vodka lime and sodas. When do we just start drinking wine? This nonstop. Yeah, because that really- gets again because we're young. You get way too fucking pissed way too quickly on that. Your red wine hangover. You oh just feel God. like someone's just just drilling into your head. Yeah. Yeah, true. But then you get hangovers with beers as well. What do you reckon the worst? God, we've talked about alcohol for a long time now. <laughs> Fucking pissheads. Oh, well. This is some of this is classic white boy podcast chat. <laughs> I love it when people are Just like, a moment of self-awareness just hit me out of nowhere then, Jack. <laughs> some, of the, some of the comments on the TikTok and Instagram... This is why they need to release licenses for podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, we're just sitting down having a chat. That's all a fucking podcast is. A couple of bros that is drinking what, beers. Exactly. A couple of white dudes drinking beers on a podcast. Oh. That is, that's how every podcast starts and now every podcast should be. All right, well, uh, let's take a break and get a drink and then come back. All right, another poignant subject. Yeah. So anyone who's living in Australia, especially Melbourne, rental crisis at the moment. Mm-hmm. That hard... To find a house. It is nuts. And Philip Lowe, the head of the RBA, if we've got any American listeners out there, that's like Jerome Powell, the, 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 the head of the US Fed, basically talking about this because the interaction with interest rates. You've just, you've, you've bought half of our audience already in that start. <laughs> it wasn't a great setup. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> and he's saying, oh, the market's too hot, so people should live at home for longer or, you know, you should have more people in a single house. Yep. So, you know, we've got quite a big house here. We've already got five in it. You know, I reckon we should just really, you know, outsource the room. So get someone living in the basement. Mate, you've, you've got a podcast studio set up in one of the rooms. So you've got plenty <laughs> of room to get people in. We could fit at least 20 Irish backpackers in here. Get some bunk beds. And you know what? They get a free show every week from you <laughs> and I. Oh, my God. They'd love that. We've got the cellar. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, yeah. The Saddam Hussein rat trap. <laughs> yeah. But don't you reckon it's rogue? You know, you get baby boomers saying, oh, you guys have got it so easy. You just need to knuckle down and save a bit more. And then they're the ones who want to kick you out of home early. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, Did I saw today as well that June 1st, first home buyers, you don't have to have a partner. You can do it with a mate. Really? So friends can do it now. They're bringing that in. So you we probably imagine, still wouldn't have enough money to do it. Uh, well, it's what? It's, they cover like 15% and that's like a 5% down payment that you have to put down for your first home. Yeah. But with a mate, that would see couples. Is it what would would it be easier to do it in a couple or like with a mate? Because couples you could break up and that would sort of like fuck up if you got for home together and you have to work out who gets what. You're more likely to succeed with a couple or with a mate. Would mates break down in the same way? Like, I don't reckon. Do they you know would. your dodgy mate? Like, it depends what mates that you go into it with. <laughs> Because it could get a little hairy. <laughs> Say someone's wage gets cut and you're like, motherfucker, like, would... would Just not p- five months haven't paid their rent. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's on the house. But I guess you could probably kick them out and then get take someone to, yeah, rent. Yeah. Take over the house. But would you go, would you go into a house with a friend? 
you'd have to be pretty certain that they're going to be good for the cash and they're just going to yeah. be like a decent house, mate. I, I think, you, wouldn't you, surely you just get like a beach shack or something, get a holiday home. That someone lives in. I know you've got to live in in it for like a certain period of 100%. time. Hundred percent. And I was going to touch on this as well. Like we're in our late twenties. Yeah. Mid late twenties. Yeah. But with country boys, we've lived away from our parents for a long time. Like I went to boarding school. I get it. That's different. You're living under people. But since we've been at university, since we you know nineteen twenty, we've lived on our own. I can categorically say if you are twenty seven and you're in Melbourne, a, a major city, and you're living with your parents, you're a loser. Move out. Like, grow up. <laughs> That's going to rub some people the wrong way. What if it's a single parent? Can you live with them still? Mm. What if you're in a mansion? I could not. What, I okay, it, hang on. If my, okay, say it's, yeah, single parent. We live in a massive mansion. We've got a tennis court. We've got a pool and we've got the, like the, a good, a good measure of how rich and how big your house is. You've got a theater room as well. I probably, you know, pretty hard to move out. I'd live in the pool house. I'd do it, but, but I'd still be a loser. Like, and yeah, but you'd be saving a heap of cash. You know what we wouldn't be? We'd be spending it every week. Yeah. <laughs> you probably wouldn't save that much living there. Your lifestyle expenses would go bank. up. <laughs> yeah. But again, the kids I went to boarding school with, all the boarders because they're country kids, like they live in their own because, you know, no one's living in a small country town with their parents. But like all the day kids still live like with their folks. Like at, at what point as a parent do you go like get out of my house, like you're earning money, like grow up. Yeah, that's more on the parents than the kids, I'd say. You got to get them out of there. Mum's still doing the washing. What age do you reckon you would kick them out? Me? Well, dad, you know what? You, you don't want to, you never, I don't know. I always hate like copying my parents, but dad was like, once you turn 18, you're out of the house. And I just feel like it's going to play on my son then, that I'm just going to get my revenge on my dad by doing the same to my kid, well, my son or daughter, getting them out of the house at 18. But I don't know, dude, I haven't had a kid yet. So I feel like you just... Not on the cards? The, well, the love for them, you'd probably just keep them home for a bit and you want to protect them a little bit. I don't know. Especially I think the thing is because everyone's working from home so much more often. There's definitely a lot more, you know, you, it's not like, you know, you're working a full-time job and you're out of the house. You're probably only there, you know, from Friday night to Sunday and usually you're probably going out. Yeah. Now, if those people working from home multiple times... And this leads us onto a good topic as well. There's been a lot of talk about a four-day work week. Yeah, but it's still – that's still – but you work more than eight hours a day. Yeah. So you're still working the same hours. Four day, I mean, I've yeah, got, but you're in the house. Like people are just going around. It's like, I need my own space. Yeah. But so, we, we'll touch on – you'd be a big advocate. Well, it wouldn't affect you. You work for yourself, yeah, the four-day work week. I work a seven-day work week, mate. And they say – I work every day. They say it would be good for the economy, and I tend to agree, right? If all the art students are working four days a week, that's four days more than they would be working regardless. Yeah, that's true. What what do art students do? But then who's running the cafes? Isn't that, who, isn't that what they do most of the time? I don't know. That's how they keep hospital life. They just comment the art on students. Facebook posts. No, I don't want to go down. I've got nothing against art <laughs> students. I have no idea what I'm talking about here. I don't want to go in on them. They're doing it. I would have done an arts degree. But what is – I still don't know what an arts degree is. Or what the – like – I actually Where are the jobs in art? Hear me out. Don't you just become a musician or start painting? Hear me out. Why do you have to go to school for it? I mean, a lot of people do that. They go to uni and they hear about so many art students and they think like everyone's going to be an artist. Like- yeah, no, that is the thing. What? Yeah, what are the arts? Can you name them? Humanities. Like, Is that an arts degree? Humanities. Yeah, it's like you know, social studies. But this is the thing, right? I've been saying 
art students always cop the flack or don't have life skills, don't have a sense of a job. They actually learn how to communicate well, which is probably one yeah. of the best skills. Dude, business students, just Mate, as fucking useless. Yeah. Business studies are the new arts degrees. How many deadbeat dumb shits do you know who study business? Well, this is the thing. They're just saying now that university degrees are just, they're pointless. They're going the other way. Like if you don't want to go to university, don't go anymore. We both studied business and it was a three-year holiday. A hundred percent. All business students get good at is heavy drinking and gaslighting girls. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you, you're following that one up, not me. <laughs> no, I'm not coming in to save you in that one, does. But like the amount of kids that, like, you saturated. The people that don't business degree have no skills. They're not going to get high jobs because the market's that high. But the people who can actually communicate, you know, interact well and like word arguments and stuff are probably the ones who are going to be more successful than some bloke who, you know, was studying finance and just rocked up to one lecture in three years mm. and still passed. Do you think, how long do you think we need like armies for into the future? There's still a lot of people joining the army. Yeah. Because I was watching Transformers today and I thought there's like a lot of the movies, there's a lot of army stuff going on. All the movies we watch, it's always a war with aliens. And then Battleship came on today. I've just got this. I was working, but then I have the Foxtel going on in the background. Maybe that's why we need to ramp up the army. What, what happens if aliens invade? Well, this is the thing. Every movie is that premise. I'm thinking, fuck, do we have armies that big to take on these aliens? And also they get them mobilised so quickly. But then who's no one's attacking Australia. And then I was thinking, like, do we have spies? Does Australia have spies as well? Like all the cool, like the James Bond movies, Mission Impossible. Like, who are we spying on? I it's never life or death for us Australians. There's no way we have any cool I know spies. ASIO, the Central Intelligence Agency, would have to have spies, but I feel like they'd be ineffective. Because can you imagine our so-called biggest enemy at the moment, China? Imagine sending an Australian. Yeah, white <laughs> Australian dude. How are you going? <laughs> yeah. No, they've yeah exactly. <laughs> you got Daryl from Shepparton who's working for ASIO, trying to you know befriend you know, you know Chinese. What? Agent. That is, I would love to see a Daryl from Shepherd, and that has become a spy. Like that is, I don't know if that's good or bad. Is that exactly what I'm trying to say? Is that like we've got the worst spies in the world? Or props to Daryl for making in the spy industry and making it that far. <laughs> like what, li- what life skills do you learn on the farm that makes him really good in Asia? Who fucking knows? Uh, do we have cool spies? Well, you said what do they have in common with Asians? Farmers and Asians love cost cutting. They do. They, they're, very, they're very frugal with their, uh, with their coin and cost cutting, mate. I was going to say, it'd be good to get an Azio spy on here, but I, I assume that they, they don't have it on their LinkedIn Well, profile. then, fuck, now you've got me thinking, like, are they really just good at their job? This is perfect. They've got me questioning, are our spies any good? So that, because that's the perfect, that's what spies want you to think, isn't it? That they don't exist. Yeah, exactly. I've just, like, run rings around myself here. <laughs> How many spies are I'm there? in my own head. I suppose there's, there's probably not many spies interacting with us. I don't think we've got that much in I've been watching too many movies. Spy Kids. Well, this is, yes. Oh, that's, so Foxtel just plays all these hits. Yes, yeah, Spy Kids was on the other day. The graphics in that are so bad, but I remember watching it as a kid and it was awesome. Like Spy Kids 3D was sick. And then number two, they're on the island with all the animals. The first one was Gloopy Goopers or whatever they are. And you could have the 3D glass. Yeah, the 3D glass. I remember watching that and watching it on your own TV because you get it from the DVD store and you get the glasses and watch. It was the most amazing thing ever. Rewatching it, it does not hold up. It does not Do you reckon back in the day, talking about VCRs and the pornos, 
Do you reckon mm. they ever had pornos where you put the red and blue cellophane through oh, their glasses on? Have you not Googled that before? No. I definitely have <laughs> when I was a little horny boy. Yeah, you Google that shit. I'm pretty sure they do have it. I'm not sure they ever watched one with them on. That was like, so that's what, VR, well, just 3D porn, I guess. Yeah, 100% that exists. Are you kidding? Well, maybe that's why Avatar first came out. It was originally meant to be a porno. Well, it is, uh, but that, that is that was the offshoot of it, wasn't it? Like the the porn stars were dressing themselves up as the avatars. But being <laughs> into that craps, that's like being into like all the hen- we're going down. We don't want to go down this trail, but they're all into some weird stuff. But um, back let's get back to movies before we get deep into that. When did superhero movies become the like the the massive thing? Every fucking movie out is a superhero movie now. Oh, I hate it, and it's like it's not like they're making new superheroes yeah. either. It's just like rinse and repeat. Batman, Flash, Spider-Man, cartoon Spider-Man and Spider-Man, the well, amazing Spider-Man or whatever This it is. is the thing, right? So people kind of going off movies because it's all the same rinse and repeat because I think in the old days, it just be one out of 10 movies and make a profit and then make you know enough to subsidize the other nine. But you don't get movies like Good Will Hunting made, those smaller kind of artsy ones. People are just watching the big blockbuster sort of setup. So they're like, yeah. instead of releasing 30 movies a year, or at least five, and we'll just put so much money into them. But they'll have mass appeal, but they won't be, like, niche-orientated. Yep. But there's so many superhero movies now. When do you reckon it'll fade out? Yeah, and what's the next thing? Because when they worked that out, genius. Whoever came with that. Like, making Transformers a movie, fucking, did that do numbers? Like, Would you, you reckon can sell the toys as well. It literally says at the end of the movie, based off the Hasbro toy Transformer. Like, that, they well, made these awesome flicks off it. Well, that's how George Lucas made so much money, because originally he sold well, that where it rights, started? But, he, but he kept the merchandising rights yeah. for Star Wars, and that's... But is that where it started? I guess it probably started with Star Wars. It wasn't technically a superhero movie, but it was like that fantasy, and then it gave way to it. But yeah, what's after superheroes? What do we have next? We've done all the comic books and stuff. Sci-fi's, dunno. Um, yeah, we've done all that. What's the new genre? Because you, d- you I was thinking of writing a movie the other day, but then like situational, like the classic um, Adam Sandler movies, like, uh, and then the like super bad and that. But like, no yeah. one makes comedies anymore because it's too risky. Yeah, too risky. And you've noticed that a lot of them like. Yeah, if I started seeing this, is their their jobs in movies are it's like a podcaster now, like that's their job, and well, they're a podcaster, and you're like that's the new thing going into movies. And I, no offense, but it's no offense to us, it's kind of like. But, but don't, don't, don't you think from an entertainment perspective, people are so like off movies because they're all the exact same. They're superheroes. People would rather sit down and listen to two blokes just talking about absolute smack. That's how lazy Hollywood's gotten. 100%, Jack. I could not agree with you more with that take. <laughs> People would love to do that way more. But that was, yeah, that was a thing. Like, the, what is the next thing? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. But yeah. we need to work out what it is. Can we talk about marketing again, you know, putting an image out? Again, you lean on, you spoke about earlier in the show that you want to move to Utah, right? My TikTok feed, I, I don't know why, if it's because I went to Israel last year, Israel Defence Force videos, the hottest girls on the planet. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I have this <laughs> deep-seated urge to join the Israeli Defence Force. I don't know why, because you're a fucking horny dog, bro. <laughs> it's like, you know, that, that episode of The Simpsons where like they've got the Navy commercials, the um, subliminal messages, yeah, yeah, even in yeah. the arch. And I'm just watching all these. I don't know why. I just must have just tapped on two on TikTok, and it's just absolute 
belters. Hey, Honey's good on working is, in the IDF. Good on Israel. They know what they're doing to get people to join the army. But they actually, <laughs> it's actually targeted. So they have yeah. all the hot girls on the front, not the front lines of like, but like of the stuff, field like, of the yeah promotional videos. Yeah, yeah. and then like you know the, the exit entry points where everyone sees them because like holy shit, you know they're doing some pretty dodgy stuff, but. Damn, they fear. But isn't that isn't that like why um, soldiers in wars were so successful? Because they had all that pent up sexual energy. Because they hadn't had slept with women so long, so that all that testosterone was building. So that's why in war they were just like ah, just crazed killers. But then that was like the sad part of war as well, because they just rape and pillage. But all the Spartans, right? They were just they were all gay. Well, they weren't gay. They were bisexual. So you'd be part of the Spartan army, and you you had bromances with your boys. So you, You'd fight other Greek forces. And then once you're done in the military, you'd go back home to your wife. And hey, I mean, we need more Spartans. Out. It, is, it is Pride Month. Yeah. All of June. Very topical. Need more Spartans out there. And while we're on the subject of Pride Month, one thing that really, really grinds my gears, every single big company will say their biggest advocate for it, change their flag, change their you know, logo so they've got the Pride flag. The second it hits July 1, Done, gone. And you have businesses like Qantas who deal with, you know, big relationships with Middle Eastern, you know, um, flight companies Mm -hmm. who, you know, effectively owned by the government where it is, you know, legal to stone gay people to death. But they don't have an issue with that. But then they come here and they, like, act like, oh, we love the movement and this and that. But do do you reckon they generally believe genuinely believe in the cause or it's all just a facade they just want to be seen to be social activists Uh, it's a a bit of both they obviously generally believe in it but like every month should be pride month as in like the whole world should you don't see whatever but yeah they they believe in the cause but obviously they still believe in their top dollar and they don't want to fight other governments on but see i i think i don't like big corporates going all for these causes unless they truly believe in them i think one of the good ones is like patagonia right they've always been pro-environment and they... Yeah, but there's still like how much waste comes out of the Patagonia clothing. Like that's still... I know they say they've been good, but... But that's actually been something they've been passionate about for a long time. Yeah, it's but not, they're still fucking... It's like it's a fad now. It's like how many of these companies were actually behind the gay community, say, 20, 30 years ago? None of them. Well, yeah, not Because it many. wasn't popular. How many of them will be on the, the, the forefront of, you know... Say, what's the social cause going to be in 20, 30 years? Well, Jack, that's more of a philosophical question that um, I don't probably have the experts to go into personally <laughs> about it. But, like, they're just doing their best. What do you expect them to do? Just sit back and not get along with it? Like, you may as well. I what think harm it, are they doing? Yeah, some of them are, like, obviously just no, doing I, it. No, I the, think if they generally do care for the cause, then do it. But, like, if you're just doing it kind of so that people think, you know, you're this big social activist just to, you know, sell a few more, you know, products, then piss off. Yeah, hey, represent them. Pride Month, man. That's what. That's another thing. Back to Foxtel, that Bros movie it was like a gay rom com was on, and he was the pod. He was a podcaster in that. It was. It was just so funny to watch. Like, this is why I, I had this thought. Obviously, when a girl and a guy are going at it, they're uh, they're doing whatever they do. Guys are trying to last longer for the girls, all right? Imagine two dudes in a room. How quick would the sex be? <laughs> like, surely it's over super fast. 57 seconds. Like, genuinely, for both guys, it'd just be like, done. Whereas, we're hanging in there to stay with the girls. Whereas, the two guys are just like, yeah, thanks. Like, they know what's going on. It's over <laughs> like that. 
I was wondering, I just had the thought. Oh. <laughs> I don't know whether that's how it works or not. While we were on the subject of big burly blokes in warfare before as well, we spoke about it last week, but State of Origin, those Gus Gould videos where he does the pep up. They're yeah, great. Mate, I would happily storm the beaches of Normandy. State versus or, state. You know, go for six months in Buckmoot. Like, he really knows how to fire up the crowd. He's been doing it for years as well. Some people are just gifted with that. This is origin. This is origin. Yeah, it gets you going. Did you it, put, it? it puts lead in your pencil. It's like when Queensland would get, you know, Bernard Fanning to play before they go out. Mate. Yeah. You're obsessed with powder finger takes. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard Fanning gets you going more than anyone else, I think. But I, 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 like if Gus Gould did an intro for me, mate, I, mate, I would be straight to Ukraine. Like, I'm sure you can pay him on Cameo or something for him to do it. <laughs> get him on, we'll get him to do one for the podcast. He'd be a great guest. He'd be a good, well, yeah. What, what knowledge do you have of rugby, though? Big belly blokes running into each other and just... Who won the state of origin? Queensland. Yeah, good. <laughs> they actually... They weren't but, expected to? They weren't, yeah, no, they weren't favourites, but they end up, yeah, pumping New South Wales. So my prediction was completely wrong from the last episode. The other thing with the NRL is they just know their demographic and they nail, like, the performance. So I think they had the Hilltop Hoods and the Living End. Yeah. Like, they will always just have Cold Chisel, Hunters and Collectors, the Hoodoo Gurus. Like, they, they know their thing. They don't try and go out there and be someone they're not. Those... There hasn't been any bands up. They've they came out like twenty years ago. Surely those bands they've been around for twenty years, haven't they? Yeah, that is just the music take just hasn't like that's not even a genre anymore. People don't sing like that anymore. Oh, rem- remember when we were younger and then like Oz hip hop was kind of a thing, not really, but it was a thing. God, and it would nothing. just be the the most thick and poignant Australian accent. Yeah, nothing worse to my ears was than hearing Australian hip hop. If I, I hear it. that now, I get like a cultural cringe. Yeah, hundred percent. I get, I was thinking this, but I was thinking this walking up here. I've started saying words like in American, like oregano, and then I find myself not basil. Well, no, I don't not basil. Basil's still. I've still got basil because I got a little dog named Basil. But uh, oregano, and then I'll find myself going, "Is that the right way to say it?" Because we're so Am I saying the Australian way or not. We're so Americanized with everything we 100%. see. Hundred percent, and then. But also I say jalapeno, but as a joke. But then I forget to but we've, say we've, jalapeno anymore. We said this, so the traditional Australian way to say it and the actual Spanish way, rodeo. Yeah, but that's that's different. That That's like tomato, tomato, but no one says tomato. Tomato. See, now I'm caught myself out. Wait, how do we say tomato? Yeah. Who says tomato? Americans. Americans. Yeah, see, this is the... I think I'm getting. Stu- I don't know what's happening to my brain. I remember one time consuming when too much. I was with a mate. We're in California. We're driving to Yosemite, the um, national park, not Yosemite, as some people will say. But Donald Trump said Yosemite. We're at this place. We're at this like little cafe in a small town, and my mate's like, "Oh, can I get some tomato sauce?" He's like, "Tomato sauce? This is America. We say ketchup." And <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just <laughs> wanted, you, just wanted some sauce. If so you I, knew what I was saying, just give me the fucking ketchup. Then you knew exactly what I meant by it. You're certainly not getting a tip. <laughs> yeah, oh, tipping. I could never get my head around tipping. I, and sister raised it earlier. This is 100 fake news. DoorDash has said 80 percent of its customers tip. Yeah, well, they're just saying that. To that get, is cap. Stop the cap. Yeah, it's the PR HR stuff that gets gets us going every time. Like, but you want to let's do some stats because I read this day as well. One in eight men take a condom to a funeral. I read on Daily Mail the other day. I think it was or somewhere else. 
Who is where? That is like straight out of the wedding crashes. What do you mean? You know the wedding crashes. Like, but like most men, unless they're oh, the meatloaf, would, 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 would probably wedding. have some in their wallets anyway. So is that does that count? No, they're. I think. I think specific. I think specifically they're taken to the weddings just in case they Well, get you know how we were saying that – could, could, <laughs> What a scumbag you, you know how we were saying that comedy movies aren't getting made anymore? Maybe a kind of rehash. Instead of wedding crashes, we have funeral crashes. Well, that happens in wedding crashes at the, at the end of it. They crash for funerals. Never seen Will Ferrell's – You've never seen wedding no. crashes? God, you're so – like you have no knowledge about movies and pop culture sometimes. You haven't seen Wedding Crashes? No. So yeah, the premise of the, I won't go through everyone's seen Wedding Crashes, but at the end, like when Owen Wilson can't be with his girl, uh, Rachel McAdams, he goes to like the all, like whoever started the Wedding Crashes, which is the guy that goes, Ma, the meatloaf, which is Will Ferrell. And he's like, dude, I've just got into funerals. You got to come with me. And then like the whole big scene is like, yeah, I was just, just crashing a funeral. And I was like, what the fuck are you crashing a funeral? And he's like, doing this and stuff but at the end they crash funerals he goes the chick says so horny they just start crying on you there could be a sequel to it jack and you i would love to see you try and make a film about funeral crashing in australia (laughs) that is that is what the australian movie scene needs from you have you heard talking i'd actually just love you to do it (laughs) full stop maybe that could be one of your tiktoks strap it like five things to do it like how to crash a a funeral (laughs) What all I need is just, you know, a GoPro, a rib Johnny, and a dream. <laughs> the funeral. Imagine meeting your wife at a funeral, like that's where you met and started shagging. That'd be the worst story to tell your kids ever. Oh, yeah. God. What, Dad, what were you doing there? Did you know the fe- – no, I didn't know any of the bereaved. I just sort of rocked up. <laughs> Thought I'd chance my hand at someone there. Oh, God. Well, I reckon on that note – On that bombshell. Yeah, we might, uh, we might leave it there. Back to, you, back to you in the studio. Back to you in the studio. Yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe. I don't know, what else should we tell them? We probably should tell them at the start of the show so our listeners are up. Subscribe, follow us everywhere. Appreciate your support. All right. Adios. Ciao.